Blog Talk Radio. KBOB 89.9 FM here in the heart of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. And boy, do we have a great show for you today. Mason's in the house, and they're going to be, what happened? You know, what happened? That's what we're going to be talking to them. Meanwhile, uh, it's been snowing and on and off here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, weather changing and stuff like that. People slipping and sliding. Slide, slide, slippity slide, you know, you know, and they doing all of that kind of stuff here in T-Town. And uh, we're preparing as we get closer to the centennial of 2021, which is coming on up on us in a couple of weeks. You know, Black Wall Street, we're going to be doing a whole lot of stuff, you know. So I want you to keep in mind that uh, there, there was a price that was paid. You know, for us to be where we at, you know, people sacrifice their lives and we must honor them, you know, in many a way. And uh, we need to do that. You know, being black is not easy here in America. You know what I mean? So it's not easy. It's always a challenge. It's always something, something, especially when you're only 13 percent of the United States of America. You know, that percentage is small, but we continue to fight throughout all of our dysfunctions and our issues that we may have, and there's a reason for all of that, and we must know what those reasons are, you know, so study, you know, it's a study to show yourself approved, you know what I mean, so you got to study, you got to dig in deep, you got to get your education, you got to get your knowledge, you got to know where you come from, because how can you know where to go if you don't know where you come from, you know what I mean, so that those are some of the things that we got to do, people know me, I don't put people on pedestals, I don't, I just don't, y'all. You know, I don't care. You know, the, the homeless man is just as important as that doctor or that lawyer to me. You know what I mean? And that's where uh, I plant my seeds and I plant my faith because uh, those of you who do know me, you know, I didn't been to that mountaintop and I didn't seen all them big celebrities and stars and stuff, but some of them are miserable, you know, within their own self. They, uh, some of them don't have a lot of comfort and a lot of peace. And stuff like that, you know, you would think oh, all that money going to make that money. Money don't make you, you know, man, you got to have a heart for yourself and a heart for people. And once you obtain that and you are able to uh, to do that, then you can go somewhere. You know, I get off on helping kids and single parent moms and and families. And I, I just get off on that, helping them, you know, old folks and stuff like that. You know, so that's where I'm at right here over at. K-Bob, Eaton Media Services. We're located at 1533 North Norfolk here in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. You know, I'm in there. I know I'm standing on the shoulders of people who came before me because my grandfather built this building, so I'm standing on his shoulders. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't even be here. You know what I mean? So you got to really know where you're at, and you got to know your, your, your self-worth and what you can do to help people, you know. Don't just pass. You know, sometimes I see uh, P. 
people act like they're they're scared to even approach a homeless person. You know what I mean? But the homeless person might be afraid of you. You know what I mean? You you talking about you afraid of them. They may be afraid of you. So, you know, you got to come off your high horse. Gentlemen, get out here. You know, when the grass needs to be cut and Miss Williams' yard needs to be cut, just take a lawnmower and go over there and just cut her yard. She's 87 years old. You know, just go over there and cut, you know, just go over there and cut the grass. You know what I mean? Ladies, go over there and help clean up her her, her facility, you know, and things like that. You know what I mean? So, uh that's what it's going to be, you know, so we got to do better and doing better is working and serving and doing the right thing. That's right. You got to do the right thing. All right. We got a great show today. Uh, hey, what happened? What happened? What happened? The Masons speak and they're going to tell you about it all. We got all the Mason brothers in here and we're getting ready to have a great conversation. You can dial the number 646-716-5525. And don't forget to press that one button. You got to press the the one button now, you know, so we want you to do that. So, all right, we're going to take a little break and we're going to come right back and uh, tell a family member, tell a friend. You're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. Just have a good time. 
just got with the music, huh? You yeah, I mean, grabbed hold to it, huh? It was, our uncle was teaching Gary. Mm-hmm. He was teaching him, um, mm-hmm. you know, on guitar, and uh, and Gary was gravitating more towards bass, yeah. but he was learning guitar. And what they, what he didn't know, uh, I was watching, and my uncle never would let me touch the guitar because he thought I was too young and I, did, I wouldn't get it. But okay. I would, I used to take his guitar when nobody, when nobody was around. I take <laughs> yeah, you, guitar. you did a Jackson thing, a T O D. I did, man. I went out, yeah. I went out. I used to go out in the back of the house. And everything I'd hear on the radio, I just... You're trying to play it, huh? Oh, it just, it came natural. Mm-hmm. I could play it. Everything mm-hmm. I heard, every note, I found it, the rhythm, all of that. It was very natural. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of, I remember one, this is the truth. I remember one time we were in my uncle's living room, right down the street from my mom's crib, mm-hmm. right over here in North Tulsa on Boston, man. My uncle was, um, we all had the big family jam. Everybody mm-hmm. in there singing and, you know, doing them old blues songs and all that stuff, man. And, and uh, and I told my uncle, I said, I said I can do it. Let me try it. Let me try it. He gave me the guitar, and I started playing. I started it, huh? playing, and it blew him away. And so my dad, you know, kind of started seeing the fact that we had this natural. We like we yeah. got this. Yeah, we got mm-hmm. this thing, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, and this one over here, man, Trey. Trey. Man, listen. Yeah, I'm not. When I was a drummer for Mason right. Brothers, for the Mason yeah. Brothers, uh-huh. yeah. I was studying guitar in yeah. my mind, right, listening yeah. to all the. Yeah, the different Eddie stuff. Eddie Van Halen mm-hmm. and all the rock. Ingve Malmsteen. Ingve Malmsteen. All them. All right. Them deep, but, yeah. but the long story short, in the class in the sixth grade with Michael Galloway and all them cats, <laughs> 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 well, I could hear that. anything and play it one time on the guitar. <laughs> and Miss McHale Fresh, I, but when I got that F for the written part, uh-huh. that's when I learned to, 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 to read music. But that's yeah. when I learned them. That's what I. That's how my take on the guitar. Right, yeah, right. So yeah. you guys were playing. But well, what age were you when that was going on? Oh man, I went to the guitar play to study the guitar in the sixth grade. But I was a drummer yeah. for the Mason Brothers. From yeah, day one. Yeah. yeah, he was a drummer, man. He was yeah. a drummer. Yeah, you know, so a lot of people never knew that. Yeah, right? exactly. Oh, this dude, yeah. his rhythm is, mm-hmm. is sick, man. I mm-hmm. mean, this yep. dude, this guy. Was, I used to, I used to literally, I used to, I admired, I admired these cats. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one was, he could play anything, anything yeah. he saw or heard, yeah. mm-hmm. he could just naturally do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, I was talking to Terry about you today, man, and Terry's like, he said, man, that he said that Trey, find that dude for me, right? Trey, he's here. He's, he he said Trey's <laughs> Trey's genius, mm-hmm. and, and and that's the truth, man. Yeah, we yeah. always heard of Trey. Yeah, yeah, he was real, one, man. Oh, yeah, 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 we always, always heard. We always yeah. We always heard that. Yeah, yeah. Trey boy, you got Trey. Watch yeah. out! You know, <laughs> so he got it going on. Yeah. So you guys, uh, uh, elementary school and stuff, playing instruments, and then you went to uh, middle school. Where did you go? Carver. We yeah. were the reopening yes. of the first generation of the '69 race rides of Carver. Yeah. Oh, really? We were, we were yeah, the, we were the, first, the first, first generation coming back in. Yeah, yeah. coming back in to Carver. The yeah. reopening yeah. of Carver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were the first yeah. class. First class, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that had to be around what, nineteen I ain't gonna even go there. Okay, but y'all were the first ones, right? Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. Going on. So, but when you had Carver, did you guys formulate bands and stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. and all that. Oh yeah, yeah. everybody, man, it's crazy. Because, huh? Literally, man, because of us and you know cats like Donnie Horner, you know, we all had bands back then. Mm-hmm. But literally, man, my buddies were athletes. But these dudes, yeah. these dudes tried to they tried to come in and get in guitar band because. Mm-hmm. They were, um, well, <laughs> honestly, the first reason they tried to get in guitar band was because Miss McHale Fresh. 
She was beautiful. She was gorgeous, man. She was this blonde haired, blue eyed white lady. She was beautiful. And, you know, we were all kids, and they all, I'm talking about a cast plate that was, you know, all They wanted to get in her class. They wanted to get in her class. Charles Davis, all y'all. Yeah. Right, right. It's crazy, man. Yeah. But she taught guitar? Yeah, she, she taught guitar, 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 man. Yeah, I had a guitar class. Yeah, oh man, guitar grade, I was first oh, yeah. chair because of Mr. Yeah. Gilbert. I'm sorry, uh, I was. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. I really was. Mm. Yeah, man. We, yeah. Uh, we, and that's when we actually, it was like the Jackson story of <laughs> Pops went out and bought the uh, instruments one Christmas, mm-hmm. and before the end of the evening, we were mm. playing. Theme from Squat. Oh yeah. From Squat. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's the? Uh, it's, it's we we were playing Fly Robin Fly. Yeah. We, yeah. All those uh, tunes we were like that. All of the, yeah. We was. I mean, that's before the end of the day. And mm-hmm. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. that's just how it was. That's, when that's I was enough. when I actually went to guitar class, I you know I already knew I I already knew I play songs, so I was gonna be on. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, B, to learn. This yeah. Dude, he was the first lead vocalist, solo vocalist. Seventh grade talent show at Kava. <laughs> he sung "You Are the Apple of My Eye" by Stevie Wonder. Okay. Not Tony, yeah. not me. He. Not Chris, uh, not it was Chris. Gary, huh? Gary, yeah. Uh, he uh, uh, first, bro. Gary was on that microphone, yeah. huh? Singing yeah. some girls, huh? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, God spelled and all that. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. We, 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 we had a different. We had a whole different flavor. Flavor of music. We we listened to everything. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, when we were younger, man, we were playing like some very complex, yeah, very complex mm-hmm. songs because yeah. really because you know Gary could pick it up, mm-hmm. I could pick it up, but that dude over there, that's right. Mm-hmm. You pick it man, up. He played chords, man. Big old hands. He played chords that mm-hmm. you know, big fat chords, man. It was crazy, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Just the, just the stuff he could naturally do, man. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we never had a keyboard player, man. Right. Yeah. So he had right. Bro, we had a keyboard. <laughs> we had a keyboard with. The Billy Bruners and you yeah. and yeah. the legends, bro. So yeah. I had to I had to learn those chords. Yeah, to learn. So I was yeah. transitioning from drums to the guitar for Mason, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Mason Brothers. Yeah, that's real. It was man. the Mason Brothers then. Yeah, right, and right. They, and right. we hired Burl as our drummer. Burl. <laughs> Tall, bro. I think I know Burl. Burl, 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 lives, Burl still lives lives here, man. Lives. I think he's still living over on Maine, man. Mm-hmm. Over in Tulsa, man. That was your drummer, huh? Yeah, that was our drummer. We had yeah. to hire him because. You know, uh, one of the first engagements that I that I witnessed. What is that? Uh-huh. Somebody's. Uh, was that somebody's uh, phone? You know what that is? What? I think that's me. That you going off like that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, whoa! I'm looking at all the stuff over here. So you going off like that? Oh, anyway, uh, one of the first engagements that I think I recognized the Mason was at Carver, hmm. uh, doing like a Black Arts Festival, mm-hmm. right? And I think you guys were doing Shake or something. Oh, like yeah, that. we played that. They played Shake, and we Tony was up that. there doing a, doing Robert Lynn or something like that. You know, Scotty do da da da, you know, and all of that. So that was that was just, but that was early on, you know. I yeah, think, man. yeah, really early on. That's yeah, when, that was early on. Yeah, wow. when, when I wasn't old enough to play, I don't think old enough to even play in clubs. We was playing in clubs, sixteen, <laughs> yeah. seventeen, eighteen. We was in nightclub entertaining y'all's daddy in there. Right, right. You know what I mean? So that's how that went. Me and Charlie wow. Wilson and wow. some of us were doing that yeah. around the time. And then you guys started uh, coming of age, man. It just started percolating yeah. and stuff like that back in the days. And then you you left uh, Carver, right? Right. And went to Booker T. Yeah. 
What the, now, what was that like? Because Booger T oh, back man. in the place, back in those days, was a place where everybody just kind of ended up. You know, yeah, you end up man. at Booger T, whether you went to Carver, Gilcrease, yeah. wherever you went, school you went to, Anderson like, or whatever, yeah, right. you ended up at Carver. Yeah. So what was that like going to Carver? Because you came up on Wayman Tisdale and all of that group and other cats and stuff like that up there. Juju, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Transition from Carver to Booger T. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, man. Tisdale, all of them, bro. It was, <coughs> excuse me. Mm-hmm. It was cool. It was a cool transition because. We were athletes, yeah. but we were musicians. We were as much athletes as we were musicians. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, y'all were playing sports. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, bro. Okay, yeah. now speaking, speaking of sports, football, like what, basketball and football? Absolutely. Yeah. Who John played? Starks, what's happening, bro? He already knows. John Starks, Tisdale, Anthony Bowie, all them cats, yeah. they was dunking on us, we was dunking on them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I never knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. man. Sports part about it, huh? And I left some cats out. The McLean cats out. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So man. y'all were playing sports, and y'all were competitive just as good in sports as you were in the music. Yeah, man, that's right. And you were bringing it, huh? Yeah, yeah. on the football. Tony was yeah. Tony was on the football field? That's why, yeah. Tony was on the football was, field. Played, yeah, what man. was you playing, yeah. man? What yeah, position? I played, I played, well, when I was in the, man, when I was in the fifth grade, mm-hmm. I, I was a starter for Carver's sixth grade. Yeah, he right. was. I was, a <laughs> okay. I, was the, uh, I played on, uh, on, on line. I played uh, tackle, offensive yeah. and defensive tackle yeah. started, and I was the kicker. Okay. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. dude, I loved football. Yeah. You know, that was was one. So of did things. you guys? Did you play it in uh, junior high and high school? I mean, yeah. in high school. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Booker I played, T. I played at Booker T. Man, graduated. I graduated with. I graduated with, uh, <laughs> graduated with your family member. Uh, um, who Mark? Mark and uh-huh. uh, yeah. but uh, but Dwight. Dwight. Yeah. Uh, me and Dwight played together until yeah. Dwight went over to Rogers. He defected. Oh yeah, he defected. <laughs> yeah, he defected he wasn't getting no game over that Booker T. He said, "I'm gonna I want to go where I can play." Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? so he did defect. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, my junior, I went to Booker T. My sophomore year. Yeah, I defected it, over. Yeah, the Central. two of them. They over to where? Central. Oh, okay. I, I, you yeah, defected too, huh? Yeah, they both did. Yeah, because okay. my sophomore year, I went to see man. My mother's side. Everybody went to Booker T. Me, that's yeah. Where I, Booker T. Was the place. That's why all the, 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 the entertainers. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, the megas come from there. Yeah, and I defected yeah. my sophomore. Did yeah. you? Yeah, he did. Yeah, they. Yeah. So they were they were stars on the, on the basketball. They were stars on the basketball uh-huh. court, man. Uh-huh. And uh, and and I'm talking about. Um, me, I'm the shortest of them, right? Mm-hmm. But I can tell you what, when we balled, I could jump. Just I could, as high, I could, huh? I, yeah. yeah, I could bruise with us. Yeah. You can't, yeah, you can't, you can't be around cats at six six and six seven. Yeah. You can't be around them cats and not be able to ball. Yeah, you got to be able to ball. You got to be able to bring it. Yeah, you know? no doubt. So, wow. So we had a drive and a passion, man. That I mean, we just wanted to be the best at everything. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of how we. That's kind of how we did it. From you know from. Middle school, start getting into these bad little bands mm-hmm. and uh, and these you know yeah. these contests, man, going into high school, all of that, man. So what? Name some of the musicians at Booger T. Once y'all got up to Booger T. Who was up there, man? Musician wise, um, I know Morris. Oh, man, there's a lot. You know, my boy Morris Rennie was there. Morris yeah. Rennie was there. Morris Rennie. Um, was Wayman there too? Yeah, Tiz was there. Tiz was there. Tiz was there, but he was just playing at church. Yeah. Yeah, Wayman they told there. me Wayman back back in those days he couldn't play that well. Yeah, he, you know what I mean. That's what they said, you know. And then yeah. all of a sudden he developed into a beast. I'm gonna oh, tell yeah. you why. Yeah. Wayman, I love you, bro. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. I hope you're listening, William and yeah. Big Bro. Weldon. Yeah, they say he turned the, into a the beast. The old immaculate conception. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. The old Osage. Every Sunday. Hey, man, we balls every park all all yeah. week, and then we went to immaculate conception on Sundays. I so I showed Wayman how to dunk. 
without traveling off one leg, because that's how I dunk, because I learned from Dr. J. Mm-hmm. You dig me? Well, he was so a man. When Wayman would come up there, he was clumsy, and I say, Wayman, you 6'9", they going to get out your way. Throw that knee up, and that's what he did. Trey Mason, I came through, showed him, because that's what I did. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, you brought it to him. You gave him something, huh? Real that's true, though. That's yeah, real I believe talk. it. I believe it. I, no. believe, I believe you. Yeah. I love basketball you know? as much as I love whooping that guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, y'all up at Booger T playing that music, huh? Yeah. How, what was hijinks like then? We were looking at y'all. Like, <laughs> like rock star. Uh, <laughs> I'm yeah, serious. Yeah. I got a chance to play in uh, high jinks before I left from over there, man. We, yeah. I remember we played the old Confunction song, I Set You Out Okay. Yeah. yeah we played yeah. that. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I, I remember that. It was a, I, I yeah. loved it. Y'all yeah. were sophomores. Yeah. Right? I was a freshman. Mm-hmm. So I'm representing the freshman class. You know, it was big at Booker T, man, when you were an underclassman. If you do anything that's noteworthy, so I was playing. These guys represented. The, they would. I was doing the song. You were the first uh, level of fresh. You were the first freshmen to be introduced to Booker T. As a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah, no oh, doubt, I no doubt you. about it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, these, they were the first freshmen. These guys played the soft at hijinks as a sophomore, and mm-hmm. I sang with them because you know we brothers. Right. Sang with them at hijinks, man. They, they because you know hijinks, man. Oh, we used to. The, it was like yeah. the uh, Mint, Motown mini review. Yes, yeah, sir. When I was coming up, it was like, oh my god, you know, you know, everybody had to bring it. The competition level was so steep. That man, you know, you almost had when I was coming up, Beverly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Beverly. Your yeah. Aunt Beverly Mason mm, right. ranging her butt mm, off. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, we Charlie the Wilson and all right. of us was right. there and it was like yeah. man, it was like Motown That's real, all man. over again. It's the Apollo, man. You it know, was, Apollo like people that, used to yeah. say they used to say when I was coming up, Oh man, I I know I ain't gonna be able to get on there. <laughs> you know, because the talent was so deep. Yeah, it was, it really was so deep. Yeah, you, know? you had to audition. You had to audition, you know. The and then a lot and then the teachers would almost let some of the People like uh, when I was coming, I'm just talking about my era, right. like me and Charlie, Honey B, Dino, Troy Hanson, yeah. Yeah. Dooney was all that. We was in the band. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. And they would yeah. they would ask us, what do you think about so-and-so? Can can she sing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she can <laughs> blow. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And that they yeah. would let us make some choice. Well, we're going to put them on based upon your, yeah, your, your, your recommendation. Your recommendation. Yeah. And when I ended up. Dino and Charlie and all them, they left and graduated because they're a year ahead of me. Right. Okay. Right. And I was in band in class 71. Right. I'm in class 72. <laughs> but I was playing with the 71 guys. You know, yeah. I was in that clique. That was my fellows. Right. And they left me over there at Boogie T. <laughs> That's when I ran into Billy Bruner wow. and had yeah. to get Billy Bruner and, and some other ones involved. Yeah. But I know that your Aunt Beverly could blow, boy. She oh, was yeah. killing them, boy. Oh, Back yeah. in them days, she you know. She can still blow. Yeah, I know she can still Great. blow. But I, you know I'm what? All of my aunties, all of them check it, let me just go on and get it straight now. Yeah. yeah. The guitar playing and all that, my mom's side, all them legends, and, and they can sing, right? Mm-hmm. And can right. blow. My pops, but my aunties, vocal. and my, my, my yeah. uncles, that was, hey, bro. That was the singing yeah. side. That was the yeah. singing side yeah. of it. Yeah, hey, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's real talk. Yeah, I can believe it, man. Yeah. I really can believe uncles it. Uncles, too, though. And stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, they could all. So we couldn't help but get, get that, that gift, man. That we, gift. We just couldn't help. Music so would you guys just sit around the house playing guitars and basses and stuff and slapping on stuff and oh, yeah. uh, just every day? We just would take up it out on the front porch. On the front porch. Same same thing we used to do. That's right. Take it out on the front porch. Why not? Yeah, and just yeah. just blow, just man, play to you in the hood, play yeah. to you. That's right. Couldn't play no more, right? The neighborhood, right. The neighborhood right. would just come. They would just come and gather around. Yeah, the front. gather around. Yeah, 
Yeah, it was. It was. That's beautiful. the good thing about back in those days. Yeah. That you could do that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you can have your own audience by just sitting out on the front porch and everybody just. Like you said, yeah. just gathering around, yeah. just coming around, pull your cup, pull your cars over, and yeah. you know, yeah. and, and uh, just that, help participate. Yeah. You know, and, uh, we used to go to the park, BC Franklin that's, Park. Yeah, yeah. So you know what I mean, and just set up and play all day long. Yeah. You know what I mean, oh, just yeah. play, just play, play yeah. that band. Man, I know. All day Because we long. were in the fifth and sixth grade, we would come out there and see y'all in them flat beds with them amps. Man, yeah. we would come out there and let y'all were rock stars. Man, that's what we was doing. Thank you, man. We oh, were, yeah, that's real that's yeah. Us, uh, we, were, we were doing that kind of stuff, man, for yeah. free. Yeah. We, yes, sir. It, it wasn't about the money. Yeah. It was never about the money. It was no. just about the music. Love, yeah. about love, the love music. for that music, love man. Love for the music, yeah, man. Love of that music, right. man. You know, and I, rem- I remember seeing you guys develop. I used to say, boy, them, them some bad boys right there. Just, <laughs> just watch out now. Wait, they going to be something else to be, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Wow, and I remember good. we wow. used to say that, yeah, man, it's the Masons, man, because you had a lot of other bands wow. in your oh, generation. Yeah. You had the yeah. Satellite Band, oh, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah. over yeah. there. Yeah. You know what I mean? You had P- PPI yeah, with yeah, the yeah, Phil, Stillman yeah, Brothers. Man, they were fun. Funky dude, yeah, you know. Yeah, you know, I actually took them up under my wing at one time, the Silman brothers, yeah, and taught them a lot of things about music. Because by the time they started developing and getting to do stuff, I was already on on the road and yeah, on tours right, and stuff. Right. And I I took them up under my wing, and when they were playing, what we what me and Robert Lynn and the rest of us used to call, man, he spaghetti. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, he plays spaghetti, man. He just all over the place, just playing yeah. anything, everything yeah. you know, just playing. That's yeah. right. And uh, we we knew how to pattern play and be melodic, right? You know, when necessary. Yeah. Necessary. When, yeah. Only when necessary. Be in that right. pocket, play that part. Right. You know what I mean? When you step out, when you need to step out. Right. Yep. You know, yeah. but we call it playing spaghetti. Yeah. Okay. And Ronnie and Keith adapted that satellite band. They had yeah. it going on, and right. they had some other bands in the community yeah. doing that thing, yeah. man. You know what I mean? Love and we that. were so proud of y'all. We said, well, the music is still living. Yeah, yes, We sir. may be the older cats and went on to do some stuff, but we we were proud of you guys. Oh, you know? Man. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, well, we did a lot of stuff. Put yeah. it like that. You know I mean? <laughs> and uh, we were so proud of you guys. We used to say, man, they still jamming it back there. Yeah. Those bands and people yeah. like the Masons and all of these groups. Yeah. You know, and... Um, by doing so, you guys, we looked up, uh-oh, <laughs> y'all done got a record deal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Y'all done went out and got a record deal. Uh-oh. And at that yeah. time, you know, it was only a very few bands, right. you, yeah. Masons and Col- uh, Colorblind, yeah. Yeah. you know, and yeah. you know, a couple of bands that right. had some kind of deals. Right. Now, tell me about how did that come about, man? How did it even come about? <laughs> you know, you guys getting a deal. Man, I remember that like it was yesterday, man. What happened? Like it was yesterday. What happened? <laughs> man, this is so cool. This is so cool, man. Uh, I was telling y'all, no, I was with him today, Terry Harvey. Terry Harvey, yeah. shout out to my dude, man. Okay, Terry, Terry T. T. Harvey, man. Mm-hmm. He said to say, hey, mm-hmm. man, listen, Terry, um, Terry, Terry heard us just like you. He was like, man, there's something. Y'all got something. Terry took us to Long Branch Studios, man, here at, at right there at about 12th and Sheridan, mm-hmm. and we cut some demos. Mm-hmm. Trey was writing, and we were writing our own writing our own songs. We wrote, wrote ballads like Pillow Talk mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> songs like that, man. And yeah, Terry, man. Terry Harvey took us into the studio, and we were cutting, cutting, you know, cutting demos, man. 
And he came by the crib one night. We were, we had just, we went to Ben Hill Park on a Friday evening. We, because we, you know, in our neighborhood, we played basketball and we played against oh, yeah. rival streets. Yeah. Right. So, you know, um, and so we went to Ben Hill and Terry had come by and said, hey, man, I'm going to come by and get y'all and I'm going to take y'all to this concert, man. There's some, there's some cats that want to hear, you know, I got a friend that's in town and he wants to, you know, he wants to meet you guys. I'll let him hear your demo. Mm-hmm. You know, Terry was, you know, Terry was I mean, all that, over the place. Man, that yeah. Dude, mm-hmm. that dude. yeah. But check this out. I'm going to take it even deeper than that. Tony was at Oakmoney Tech. Guys mm-hmm. always shooting. Right. Gary was in the Army. And I had just came out of Fort Dix, New Jersey. Check this out. I heard the Times get it up <laughs> in a mess hall yeah. at 4.30 in the morning. It changed my life. Yeah. I got out of the Army, <laughs> and I demoed the tracks of the songs Tony's talking about right now. Right. And then he and I conversed, and we wrote the lyrics, and then we went in the studio and did that. Right. Right. I remember that like that was yeah. yesterday. I remember that because, <clears throat> excuse me, simply because I said, Tony, we can do this, bro. Yeah, man. That's we real. can do this, bro. Let's yeah. get it in. You sing this. You just. Yeah. Bro. I'm the songwriter. That's what I do, man. Yeah. I lay mm-hmm. them tracks in my sleep. That's yeah. just what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 and, and I, that's just what I do, B. Yeah. I'm not. I know. Just, that's uh, what you do, uh, man. Uh, <laughs> you, know, you do but, do that. But, yeah. But yeah. That dude. Yeah. My top five in the vocalist, he's my cat, bro. Mm-hmm. And I said, Tony, when wow. I wrote, I wrote Forever Yours, which is one of the songs that got us our record deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I wrote it, wrote it from a breakup from my, I was 19, bro. I got married early mm-hmm. and yeah. all that and bro. Yeah. And, I, and I wrote the song and I wrote yeah. it and told Tony to sing it. Yeah. Tony sing it like this, bam, bam, bam. And he nailed it. Yeah. yeah and it, it crazy, went man. from there. And then Terry heard that demo and then now. Yeah. And yeah. then we, he came yeah. by, he came by the crib. He said, he said, y'all be ready in a couple hours. I'm coming back to get y'all. And we were, you know, we, when he came back, we didn't take it seriously. We were on the front porch, yeah, we were, and we, we just got through balling, sweating, we were sitting on the front porch, just kind of chilling. Mm-hmm. And Terry came by and said, hey, man, I thought y'all, I thought we were, I, I thought, I told y'all we getting ready to go. And he pulled, whipped out these backstage passes and all that stuff. And I said, we went in the house. He said, go get clean. We went in and got sharp, walked into the Tulsa Civic Center, mm-hmm. into, the, into the backstage area, right directly into the dressing room with yeah. Barcades. Barcades back met there. Their yeah. whole, met their whole crew. Mm-hmm. Alan Jones, which was their yeah. manager, yeah. producer, all of that. He said, he said, hey, man, I heard y'all, him and Lloyd Smith. Terry, yeah, Lloyd. Terry, Terry and Lloyd were buddies. Yeah. And uh, so he said, man, we heard y'all stuff. We love what we hear, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we want to work with you all. And yeah. that is how, that's how the, the record situation mm-hmm. came about, man. About, so through Alan? Through oh. uh yeah, yeah, they, Barcade. Yeah, through the Barcade's production. You know, I know Larry and yeah. James Alexander. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. They're yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how you guys signed with them. Yeah, we signed. We they moved us to Memphis literally about a month later. Okay. And, uh, we went to Memphis, man, and, and signed with their music with their and production did, company. And started cutting some tracks. Started right? tracks, man. Unisound Production Company. Yep. Oh my. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was an that was an adventure. <laughs> yeah. Beginning of the lesson. So, so what, the let's, lesson. let's talk about it. What 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 adventure? What what, what was it like? It was the beginning of the lesson. The let's tell the truth. What was it like? Yeah. Well, fun. <laughs> it, it was yeah. twenty two. Come on. It was fun, yeah, bro. we're babies, man. Uh, it it, it was, was man. You know, pops. He he was our. Uh, your dad was your manager. He was our manager, yeah. mm-hmm. and it got to the. It, it really got to the to the to the point to where we needed a. Manager that knew the, the business, the, the business, right? But before we got to that point, right? <laughs> you you know the business. Yeah. You got to know your business. Don't you know be represented well, right? And things will go 
you know, you'd be on Nive Hill one day. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, but, it, 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 you know, and it took a long time for us to find out what was going on, man. I mean, uh, Kay yeah. Williams helped us a lot. Um, <laughs> Scott we would, Scott Folks and all those cats helped yeah. us, man. Why is this? Why is all this Robert going like Jackson. that? Yeah. Yeah, man. So we, Pops was the manager, right? right? Yeah, he was the manager. And things didn't always gel right back in those days all the time, right? No. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you like this, oh, what? what? I'll tell you like this. When we got there, right, we, we cut a bunch of tracks and all of this stuff. This is what ended up happening. This is, this is the truth. You know, we you know, we we men. Like we are oh, well, we for are, sure. Like we we're men. men. You're grown and the time has passed. No, yeah. yeah. We men. Like mm-hmm. we men's men. And mm-hmm. so and so, you know, what's what I, what started happening was we weren't playing the game. So they kinda shelved us while we were in Memphis. Stop stopped paying us. Stop the per diem stopped. Oh, it was everything all the stopped. stopped Eviction huh? notice all Eviction, that, bro. We didn't get we Eviction. weren't getting we weren't getting paid. Mm-hmm. We weren't eating. Ate nothing. Ate. Eviction notices. Eating popcorn for Christmas. Yeah. That's the truth, man. They they I believe you. Because we didn't play the game. Right. So we weren't playing that game. So what ended up happening, man, was we, um, you know, we ended up calling dad. Like, yo, I called my father. I said, pops. He was in Tulsa, huh? Uh-huh. He was actually in Dallas. In Dallas? He was getting oh, ready to right. move. Yeah, he was getting ready man, to move. You don't play with pops. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I already know. My dad came up in there, man. Came on through. It's real true. It's, it's true. My dad came in there and regulated, bro. He came in there and regulated. And as soon as my dad made a, had an office visit, money came back. Bills was getting paid. All that, all of the stuff that was supposed to, you know, supposed to have been happening, mm-hmm. happening. start coming back. So when they shelf, had you guys signed? Yeah, mm-hmm. we all we had was just the production, production. situation. Okay. Yeah. And so, in in the midst of all of that, they did a showcase on yeah. this group uh, out of, out there in Memphis. It, w- it was the Squares and, and, and the Squares, the Squares, yeah. and then uh, what's the group? Um, they, they, they were the Prince. They, 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 yeah, they, they, yeah. They, I cannot remember. I'm, I'm trying to think the cats, of the group. Bro, we loved them. We were good friends with them, man. They were awesome musicians. Yeah. This is down in Memphis, and uh, and so oh, you know, this is this is this is what happened. They shelved us, and so you had five labels: Quest Records, Capitol Records, Electra Records, um, Polygram, RCA. and RCA. It was five labels mm-hmm. that came to that showcase in Memphis to see this other band, mm-hmm. and. They weren't digging. They were not digging the music. They uh, weren't uh, digging the, the other bands. Oh, the, the, other Minneap- bands. the Minneapolis sound was thick at that yeah, time. You're right. And, and everybody, <clears throat> even, I mean, you can hear influences on our album. Yeah. It just is yeah. what it is. Yeah. But yeah. that's what it was. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I, Wayne Douglas, I love you, bro. Yeah. Wherever you are, if you're still on earth, I love you. Yeah. Wayne Douglas played our demo for some cats, for the for these for these labels. For these five labels, man. And they walked in. Scott folks said, he said, "Man, look." He said, "He said, do me a favor, man." He I'll said, "He said, what else y'all got, man?" Because they were listening yeah. to this music, and they said, "I was in the control room." He said, "Man, what else y'all got around here?" I was just in the corner chilling. I wasn't saying a word. Robert Jackson said, "Tony, close that door and lock it." <laughs> I closed. I closed the studio door, the engineering room door, and mm-hmm. locked it. He went and pulled our two-inch reels out, sounded it up, mm-hmm. hit the button. God's honest truth. All of them labels went nuts. They started like, oh my God! So a bidding war started. Mm-hmm. A bidding war started. Bidding bro. war started between all them labels, huh? Oh, Matter they, of fact, they found out we were three brothers from Tulsa, oh, just so like the Gap Band. Right. So they immediately right. started comparing us to the Gap Band. Yeah, yeah. did they? Immediately. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They uh-huh. wanted to, when we got the deal. They wanted to call us Tulsa, bro. We was like, come on, now. come on. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. They bro. wanted to yeah. call you Tulsa. Huh? No, they wanted us to change our name to Tulsa, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. And we're cowboys. I'm like, hold on. 
No. Trying to do you like Robert, Ronnie, and Charlie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. But we yeah. had a, we had a. That's that's how we got the deal. Is is that you know when these guys were shelving us, it was crazy. It was like God was like, nah, y'all are the ones who deserve this. I didn't bring you down here for you know for nothing. Mm-hmm. So man, when that bidding war started, man, later that night we went to went to a showcase up at up at one of the clubs on Bill Street with you know. And here comes no the, name club. Yeah, no, <laughs> they were shooting every day. Every we was in there. Bro. Yeah, no every name. day. Yeah, and they, they were shooting. It, it was Memphis in the late eighties, man. And boy, it was rough. They wasn't huh? playing it was, up there. Yeah, Tennessee it was, crazy, was different then. Yeah, it was, mm-hmm. it was a whole other thing, man. We yeah, went to man. Scott Post. We sat at his table, man. He sat at our table with us, man. He was like, "Yo, man, I think uh, you know, I think we, uh, I think we're gonna do something here. I think we're gonna do something." Yeah. And it wasn't. It wasn't that long after that. We got the offer, man. From Electra? From we Electra. got a letter of intent from Electra, Arista, and Atlantic. Yeah. We got a, a letter of intent from our, all of them. Yeah. At least four of the five labels. That I do remember. But Scott, because that's what James Alexander absolutely, <laughs> absolutely yeah. in the end, admitted to us. Right? Yeah. You dig right. me? So, yeah. Because they were hating on us because we were trying to, as we learned the business, we were trying to get out of that yeah. agreement to just go directly with the label. Yeah. Right. You so not me? have to do a deal with the production company. Oh, yeah. Push it to the side. Get out of that. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was crazy, man. Because you know, here's, here's the deal. They tr- they loved me. They trusted me. Right. And so I had keys to the studio. All of that, man. And we were kind of like, you know, we weren't getting paid. All this stuff was happening. Man, we went in one night, bro. Hey, yeah. man. And uh, <laughs> we started Sorry. finding out what was really going down. Man. Music wasn't being shot. Yes. Stuff wasn't being shot. You nothing. Know. You guys didn't know any of that, huh? We had, we had no clue. You know, we were writing music in, in the... At, at Unisound. Yeah. And you have cats. Now, we've seen other bands in there recording, and you mm-hmm. might catch mm-hmm. you might catch one of them at the, you know. Right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, checking up. Yeah. The next thing you know, yeah, you hear a demo that sounds like a lot like yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind a lot of, of stealing was, was taking place back yes, then. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. A lot of stealing was taking place. So, just like Tony said, we did some, we did some, the spy work and yeah. find out nothing was going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that's when we started talking to Scott folks and all them letting them yeah. know, man, we y'all didn't we did, none of the tapes ever made it out, blah blah blah. And I think Scott said, Man, don't even worry about that. I got y'all yeah. now. And yeah. You know what was cool, man? I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, 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 I was, no. It I was took a little say, bit to yeah. get out of that production yeah. deal, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was, what was cool was Scott was our friend, bro. He yeah. was calling us at the crib and all that. He was like, Hey yeah. man, where's the limo? Where's Scott came and visited us, visited, visited us unofficially without yeah. Unisound knowing, without Electra even knowing. Yeah. Came and visited us at the crib, bro. He was that dude. The same cat that signed MCM in the Capitol, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scott, same Scott, cat, folks man. was uh, he loved us, and this was the this was the cool thing about it. We were his first signing. Yeah. He was he was fresh, oh, right. fresh as an A and R rep for for Electra Warner Brothers. This is after Keith Sweat just got signed yeah. with our Warner and all. This yeah. is mm-hmm. simply red. And yeah. So. Mm-hmm. So Scott, man, yeah. Scott was like, "I'm taking y'all under my wing, and we're gonna make it happen." Yeah, he loved us. Yeah. That's, that's true. Personally, yeah. later for the music, he loves his people. Yeah. I so, so that. what? What took place? What happened? Well, <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> well, you know, we had, um, you know, we we finished the record, got it done, um, and it didn't come out for almost a year. Almost. Man, I want to elaborate on that, bro. Yeah. yeah. So the record, the record came out. What was the single 
that they released that really the first single man, double exposure double exposure yeah. man it double was, exposure yeah it was that a, was the first one it was a really commercial <laughs> non-mason it was not mason yeah yeah it wasn't yeah. it wasn't you guys yeah no. it's, it was written by k k, k Williams. and my and me i did lyrics yeah. k yeah. did the music and that's how was, they did back then you know yeah. i told yeah. tony Garrett, say hey man when i'm not playing in concert y'all play it i'm walking <laughs> off stage <laughs> yeah bro, i'm not playing that so you guys did not like that song i definitely i just I liked it because I wrote it. <laughs> I mean, uh, but, now, but it wasn't our flavor. You know what? You know what? It's not that I didn't like the song. It's not a Mason song. I thought about it. I've been thinking about it over the years. Like, I wrote six of the tracks on the album, mm-hmm. right? And most yeah. of, me and Tony collaborated, and Gary collaborated on all, all the lyrics. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But pour it on to me. Now yeah. looking back on hindsight, yeah. pour it on. That's a Tony Mason single. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me, that's not made that we made it Mason. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, but right. that's not even Mason to me at yeah. that time. So that and, wasn't what it was. And now, double you, exposure definitely was. You wasn't. You yeah, double exposure. Oh my god. Well, let's take a listen to double. No, double please. Man, <laughs> let's, let's, let's see what Rocky you guys. Man, let's see what I'm you guys is talking about here on the Bobby Eaton Show, where we tell our stories <laughs> always. Mason's in the house, yes, and we're gonna play a little bit of that song that hey, they didn't really care about. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it goes like this. <laughs> I 
that's what they do. Dude's a beast. I learned a lot from him. He's a down to earth dude. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You know, a lot of those they've they've gone on and moved on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And he was a beast. Yeah. Oh, uh, I remember. I remember him. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, so this particular cut, how long did it take you guys to cut this? Man, it didn't. I mean, I, when I heard the track, I had the lyrics written in about thirty minutes. Oh, that's fast. Yeah. I mean, that's. I'm telling you, it, that's that was our formula. It didn't take. Because we heard melodies. You, we hear yeah. right a song. We heard melodies just like that. I just mm-hmm. I heard melodies, man, and just by the time we, Trey got uh, uh, K got the track done, let's, yeah, let's the go, lyrics man. were there, huh? Yeah, I, the lyrics out. I said, let's go sing this joint, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did. Well, I came back, he killed it. We I had me and Gary had nothing to do. We just he added bass, and guitar. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Didn't you added something? You added stuff? Like you had the funk on it. We added bass. Yeah, he put the funk. Yeah, you listen to the guitar work and the yeah. bass work on these tracks because mm-hmm. you know these you know this moog bass and all of that. Oh yeah, for but sure. We put the funk on the on the bottom of it. Yeah, yeah. Back in those days, they mix, mix a lot of bass and yeah. synth bass together. Right. Yeah. You run those right. runs together wherever they went. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. man. So this this song. So did uh did it chart? Number two. Number two. That's what got us to London. On the beep on the Billboard chart. Billboard chart. Number two. Yeah. That's when it got us over London. That's what got you over there. I tell you what, this is this is what was crazy too, man. Double exposure entered the charts. At number thirty-eight with a bullet in in Great Britain, number mm-hmm. thirty-eight. God is my witness. In a week, at the joint that joint did uh, the bullet went from thirty-eight to number eight. And we got and that was the first when the single was released. It was the first place we went. Went to Great Britain. Went to London. Yep. Wales, so and Wales and all that. And yeah. You left yeah. and uh, were you on a, a, a Promotional, promotional tour, tour. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's normally how they start yeah, you off yeah, back yeah. then. You yeah. know, track promotional dates. track dates, and yeah. performing here and there and clubs. Yeah, those and, pictures I sent you. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's London. Yeah, London. London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there before, so I understand. <laughs> One thing that you spoke of a little earlier, man, we got over there and we walked down our own street oh, here, and you know, hey, what's going on? But we got over there and we go no. shopping in central London. Uh, can we get your autograph? Can we get your autograph? Mm-hmm. Hey, this is such a second picture. Mm-hmm. And nuts. that's how we felt it should have been here, here in, in the U.S. At, uh, yeah. You know, especially here at home. We were spoiled. We came back. Cause bro, yeah, it's, you know, it's like Michael Jackson. Spoiled, over that well, you know, like, I understand. I used to be over in Europe and Great yeah. Britain all the time. Yeah. Oh, and know. they know more about you than you yeah. know about just yourself. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you'd be looking like, I mean, how did this guy know I used yeah. to do this? And yeah. What that's you used right. to do and who you're involved with. And like you said, they, you can live over there. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you never die they, like you do over here in the yeah, United yeah, States. You, yeah, know, man, you die true. over here. They, they, man, temptation's still big over there. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Any old group or yeah, something. You know. like, it was like, so, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, go no, ahead. It was so, the vibe was so humble at that time. When we got the whales. We performed in Wales first. Yeah. Pontins at Pre-Staten. It was Pre-Staten. a four-day drunk fest, basically. Yeah. Bro, it was a <laughs> couple hundred thousand people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And listen, in between acts, they would play Luther Vandross, and the people would go just the just the music, and people yeah. would go crazy Nuts, like they were in concert, bro. They right. playing the record. I'm right. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was it was amped like that. Though, yeah. They love yeah. black music over there. I'm yeah, talking about. Oh yeah, they do. We did a we did a radio interview at the B, in the BBC Tower, way Ooh, up, way bro. up there. Man, when we got done, got down to the floor, it was a wrap. We were we were mobbed. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, crazy. It was like yeah. these guys are they're over here. And Gary is right, man. We walked down the street, 
And you didn't think, you know, we're new. You didn't think they would know. Know anything about, they like, anything about you, but they did. They promote mm-hmm. the daylights out of you, man, in, mm-hmm. in those countries, man. They, they do. do. They uh, actually, uh, they'll read you your resume. Yeah. I mean, we used to go over there all the time, and uh, I run into a lot of uh, younger bass players and stuff. You, you're Bobby Eaton, right? Right. Say, yeah, Bobby Eaton. You yeah. wrote for the Memphis Horns, and you did yeah. this. Yeah. I'm like, how you know all of this stuff about me? <laughs> what I did. You played with Bobby Womack too, did you? Right. Okay. Right. Wow. You know, yeah. they they yeah. they just investigate you. Yeah. Your yeah. background and your yeah. history, you know, and everything you've done, you don't even know. Yeah. You know, and you'd be like, well, how does Cash know? Because they do their research. Yeah, they do. And they love you. They do. And they love your music. Yeah. That's why you guys were getting mobbed and Man, girls and stuff running and all that, <laughs> and autographs yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a different culture and a different uh, amount of respect. Yeah, that's You know, for the art form. That's the yep. thing right there, man. Yeah. And, and, and we were, you know, as, as we. As we were there, we did like Pristatin. We did those big shows. We met Bobby Womack. Yeah, mm-hmm. Bobby Womack was. Yeah, the Womack one. was over there then. Yeah, mm-hmm. Roy Bobby Womack, Ayers, Roy Ayers, yeah. all them cats. Simply Red was a new actor. Yeah, they, right. had, they were the only yeah. promotion. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like they were like Bobby Womack was the one who told us whatever you do, don't drink the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the truth. Really? That was way, way Womack back told then. you that back then. Uh, God, yeah. my witness. Okay. We were at the hotel. Us, my dad, my dad went with us. Bobby Womack said, look, man, whatever y'all do, don't drink the water. Man. That's <laughs> the truth. Right. That, that so sounds like something he'd say. So we all yeah, developed, uh, we all developed a, a taste for Perrier, man. Mm-hmm. We started drinking Perrier. Perrier, why? Yeah, yeah. Remind me, man. Yeah. I need to be on that mic interviewing you on the you know and and for me a lot of people they knew that i played with natalie cole for all those years yeah. and traveled the world yeah. but they don't know man i played for a lot of other people yeah, you know, I, I did a lot of other side gigs and side work too. Right. Oh yeah, right. You know, like the Womax yeah. and uh, you know, and the different yeah. people, the Johnny Taylors and mm-hmm. the Womax wow. and all of these cats Legends. and and uh, and you know, when I was coming up, the guys that I met, they were that were playing in the bands, right. and, yeah. you know, that I was in, went off to do some great things. Oh yeah, they yeah. were some monsters, yeah. like the late great Patrick Moten, who wrote. Yeah. Angel for yeah. Anita, Anita Baker, Baker. Yeah. and yeah. Uh, he wrote If You Think You're Lonely Now for Bobby Womack, oh, yeah. okay. you know what I mean, wow. and all of them. They played with me when we were at Total wow. Experience playing wow. playing keyboards and some Michael Wyckoff, yeah. you know, yeah, Tell yeah, Me yeah. Love, yeah. and yeah. you know, them was all, but we was all just like in the same band yeah. Yeah. and playing yeah. around Eugene Henderson, Gino, yeah. playing with Billy Preston, you right. know, so <laughs> yeah. all of these cats, man, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> they was just like... Uh, Iconic, yeah, and they did so much. I call them hidden treasures yeah. in uh-huh. the industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were behind the scenes yeah. kind of guys, yeah, making their careers, you know, yeah, do what it do. Yeah, and yeah. we used to have so much fun because it was all about the music. That's yeah, right. just yeah. like right. with you guys, it was all about the music. You over here in Great Britain, you over yeah. here walking the streets, and people knowing who you are and you're doing, yeah. and. You guys told me you ran into the Gap Band. <laughs> I was just getting ready to say that. What happened, man? How yeah, did that was, come about? This was dope, man. We got, you know, when we were there, part of the promotional tour was we went over to do the television show called Solid Soul. Yeah. And that is that was Great Britain's version of Soul Train. Yeah, Soul right? Train, right? So we met Paul Jones. He he recorded us. Uh, he recorded the same day we did. Paul Jones was uh, was this um, was a uh, solo recording artist. He was the head of the biggest black gospel choir over in Great Britain. 
And uh, so after we filmed the first segment, we filmed Double Exposure. We did that, that television clip. This is the truth, man. We leave the stage and we go to heading to the green room. We're walking down the hall. We're walking mm-hmm. to the green room and coming up from the green room was the Gap Band. <laughs> we saw, I saw Charlie, Ronnie, That's and Robert, real. and they looked at us and they stopped. And Charlie calls me, yeah. he's always called me Bay Boy because uh-huh. I'm, I'm the youngest, I'm the baby right, boy. Right, like he, right. uh-huh. he said, Bay Boy. He stopped and Ronnie looked like, what are y'all doing over here? Yeah. <laughs> That's the truth. Right. He looked like, like he couldn't believe it. And I was like, same thing y'all doing over here, man. Right. We just promotional we tour. Huh? Yeah. We, right. You know, we, we were, we were over here filming this show, man. When we were, we had just finished, uh, we had just finished filming, man. And, and so we stood in the hallway and talked with them for a minute mm-hmm. and went on, you know, went on towards the green room, man. It was, it was amazing though, to see three brothers, yeah. three, three brothers, brothers. Yeah. a generation apart, a couple and, of blocks from each other. Yeah. Right? A couple of blocks from each other, man. That's real talk. We were on Boston. They were on Denver. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They grew up in a house on Denver. We grew up in a house on Boston. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, two blocks apart, but, and, and we're about 10 years of, uh, you know, or so apart, man, you know, and so it was just amazing to see them, and it was it was validating. I know, yeah, I know that feeling, man. man I yeah. really know that feeling. Well, it was validating because they yeah. were like, yeah. yeah. Here homies. you are on the other side of the earth, you yeah, know, on the other side of the world, right? And you run into some neighborhood cats. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some neighborhood cats. You just run into man. What you know? Yeah, it was it was you know, crazy, man. You know, I got a little story, here, man. That um, I was, you know, those of who don't know, I was in Iraq. Wow, you know, for I was over there uh, between Dubai and Iraq, and I okay. was a civilian contractor, and I was over in Iraq during the war. Right, you know, I was I was going for that money. Right, you know what I mean? Because I was getting paid. <laughs> and what ended up happening was I was scheduled to go on a vacation. Right, right. So I was going on a vacation, and I'm walking around the military base, and I see a poster: Boy Wilson comes to entertain the troops." I say, dang! Whoa. I say, whoa! Yeah. Charlie coming here? Yeah. So, because they had, you know, yeah. the people come and entertain the troops. USO, yeah. USO, right? There you yeah, go. USO and tour. so, what ended up happening was, wow. I had put in schedule for my vacation during the same time Charlie gonna be in Iraq, right? In Baghdad, right? I said, oh man, I'm gonna miss him. I ain't gonna, I'm not going to even get to see Charlie. Because yeah. I already put in for my vacation to go back to the States. Right. And I said, man, I'm going to miss Charlie, man. So I was telling people around there, I knew Charlie Wilson. Oh, <laughs> he don't know no Charlie Wilson. Yeah. I ain't talking about Charlie Wilson. <laughs> yeah, man, we from Tulsa, Oklahoma. He's he my boy, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, so all of a sudden, I'm getting ready to depart, come back to the United States. Right. And all of a sudden, the prime minister of Iraq shut the airlines down. Oh, wow. To where you couldn't go out, couldn't you leave. couldn't come in. Yeah. I said, ooh, I'm on lockdown, you know. Oh, and so I said, well, I'm going to get to see the show. Right. You know, I'm, so right. I'm, I'm still here. I'm going to get to see the show. Right. So uh, Charlie and them had came in, and uh, they went to get something to eat, and they were on a bus. Right. 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 And uh, I said, that's the bus that they put all the entertainers on, because I knew where they, where they were, where they housed them <laughs> right. and everything right. you know, on that base. Yeah. And so... I was like maybe from here to that church across the street, mm. me and my partner, I say, man, Charlie, Charlie's on that bus. So they start getting off the bus 
And I said, oh, yeah, that's, that's so-and-so. That's Michael Anderson. Right, that's so-and-so. Right, right. And that's so-and-so. And so Charlie and his wife got off the bus. Right. And you know what I did? <laughs> this is what I do from a distance. Right. I say, that nigga the horn the thing. That nigga started spinning around in a circle, going like he was going crazy. And I just stood up there. I say, Charlie! He Bobby! And we just ran like two bulls, man, and collided. Bam! And we was we was rocking, holding on each other like this. He's like, man, look at us, man. Two dudes from Tulsa, Oklahoma, on the other side of the world. Yeah, And and then on top of that, the show that night. Oh yeah. He got up on stage and it was crowded, just packed full of people. Yeah. He said, where my homeboy Bobby Eaton at? Bobby Eaton, where you at? <laughs> <laughs> Gave me a stamp. Love love it, and it, and I was like, after yeah. that was over, it was yeah. on. You know? <laughs> but that's some of the memories that we it. have, oh, man. man. I got pictures and videos yeah. of that oh, yeah. and stuff like that. But, you know, yeah. being like that and being in entertainment, you guys know, you know what I mean? You've mm-hmm. experienced it. You've oh, touched man. it. Yeah. You felt it. So yeah. you know what it feels like, you yeah. know, and you've been blessed to have that those type of experiences and stuff like that. So it's validating, man, it's validation because when you were born, you know, when, when God gives you like a gift like that, Mm -hmm. listen, there's nothing that a musician wants to do more than anything else, but do his music. Yeah. Nothing. That's it. Nothing. And I'm going to tell you something. A lot of us struggle with, um, a lot of us struggle with, um, just, uh, trying to be in society Right. Because we're creative people. We're just a whole nother breed of person man. So people don't understand musicians. You know, they really don't. They don't understand creative Uh, people. mm -hmm. So trying to fit into like a world where corporate America and trying to fit into that, you know, when you have to, you have to. But, man, there's nothing that we want to do more Mm -hmm. than to play and to sing. That's what we're created to do. And, you know, Tony, speaking of that, I think we we have gotten away from it's called the music business. Yeah. Yeah. And we got the music down. Yeah. You know, but <laughs> right. it's that business. It's the business part. It's that business part that suffers yeah. Yeah. and causes uh, uh, crooks and stuff to come in yeah. too and take yeah. over and yeah. do all that. It's the business part. Yeah. You yeah. know, we can never get the music and the business oh my together. God. Yeah, you'd be, a, you, you'd be a mogul. You'd be, <laughs> that's what it's all about. You'd all be a mogul. You know, I, I remember coming up at during the time. That's all we concentrated on was the music. Was the music. Yeah. And studio music. Studio yeah. music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. want to sleep, eat, sleep. Music. music. Yeah. Right. yeah. You know, I'm looking at you, Trey. I see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's what that's what it's all about. Song. What are you doing? You in the studio? Yeah. Where is yeah. studio yeah. at? Yeah. He's sleeping on the sofa right. with his bass guitar. Right. You know what I mean? No, that's real talk, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's real talk. There's mm-hmm. a passion, and it's God-given. Mm-hmm. It, it just is. It's just and it's talent. Nothing you, know? you can do. Nothing mm-hmm. you can do to get rid of it. You mm-hmm. can't, you know, you can't make it go away. You can't. It's it's what we're created to do, man. So that's all we ever really wanted to do mm-hmm. yeah. was to do this. I mean, you know, after the, the whole, you know, Masons, you know, we had some experiences, man. I mean, we came back. We did. Uh, we went to New York, did a, did Keith Sweat was debuting I Wanna. And mm-hmm. we, we, we yeah, opened up show. Did a club date with him. Yeah. As a matter of fact, this was, this was Christmas 1987. Mm-hmm. Ice Storm yeah. here. We flew to New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder's club called the Red Apple. It was, um, it was Keith Sweat, Mason, 
And uh, we took a buddy of ours from L.A., Greg yeah. Bowler, took took him with us, mm-hmm. and uh, and we did uh, we great. ended up doing uh, doing that, man. Well, great, yeah. Well, look here, man. We're gonna go to the phone lines. I think we got a caller on here. Uh oh, you know <laughs> what I mean? Caller, you on the Bobby Eaton show? What's going on, bro? Yo, is this Raymond Calhoun? <laughs> what up, B? What's going on, man? With you you man? gotta be kidding. Yeah, <laughs> that's Calhoun on the line, y'all. Yeah, I was on Facebook and I saw Tony on there. I was like, he must be that's talking to Bobby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's up, man? I was like, I said, my boy talking to my boy. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, man? What's going on oh, with man, you? God is good. I just want to say happy, good, happy birthday to you. You just had one. We all get them. Oh, yeah. Thank <laughs> you, man. God is good, man. I had another year, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Right, right. For those yeah, of you... For those of you who don't know, this is Raymond Calhoun. Raymond Calhoun. Man. Raymond wrote the Gap Band's number one hit they've ever had called Outstanding. Yep. You know, and dude, man, man. Uh, he my dude. You know, we just talked. We've been knowing each other for years. Yeah, we talked years. about that the other day. We just talked about Calhoun <laughs> the other day. Y'all sitting on the front porch. Yeah. Talking about you, man. And, uh, <laughs> how you doing, man? Oh, man, it's all good, man. I wanted to uh, tell you, you talking to the cat, man, at uh I, 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 me and Tony have been talking for a while. I got introduced to Tony to Dino Vice, you know, mm-hmm. wow. and um, Dino, and um, I was like blown away, dude, that dude. And then I started looking at all his YouTube stuff, and I was like, man, this cat is ridiculous. And oh, I was wow. like, so I reached out to him and stuff because wow. I was trying to do some stuff, you know, with another situation. And I was like, man, let me let me holler at Tony Mason, man, mm-hmm. uh, wow. you know, and then um. You know, me and him just started talking, man, and became yeah. friends and stuff. And I started following all the stuff he was doing, like the stuff he just did for the boys, and completely, you know, completely robbed from that. I mean, yeah. I, every wow. and when it was on, and I would be watching the show, I would stop watching it and call him and say, "Hey, man, this is ridiculous." <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> no, they did, man. This is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and uh, you know, but I'm a big supporter of the cat and his brothers. They got a bad record. I've listened to their album, and uh, they're some talented guys, man. And Tony wow. is just like he—he he wow. absolutely should have made that show. And, mm-hmm. uh, and wow. I just think that uh, Hollywood got it wrong when he, when they did that one. Wow. Yeah, I do uh, too. You know, I was. Uh... I was so proud that he was even able to even get on that platform like that. That was a, a national platform, and yeah. to have a homeboy and somebody that you know yeah. in that position, man, it was great. It was a great, great yeah. deal. Well, win or lose, man, it don't matter. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he can't, like he was just saying, you can't take the talent away from him. Yeah. No matter. Mm-hmm. You can't take that away. For that. Yeah. You can't take that away. That's, that, God that's got that Mason Blood talent, you know. <laughs> that's what that is. That's yeah, right. That is. God got it for him to, to 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 do that the way he wants him to do it, then that that's what will happen. Yeah. But uh he was definitely he should have definitely been in the queue on that one though. I'm I'm just mad about that one. You know, cuz I got friends to play on that show that's in the band and stuff. Right, right. Right. Talking to a couple of them and they they all thought the same thing, believe it. Now I ain't going to say that name. Wow. But they, they thought the same thing that, that he absolutely should have been wow. one of the uh well wow. you know, finest in that for sure. Right, wow. right. But anyway, but 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 Tony, uh what I was gonna tell you, man, my my association with uh with Bobby Eaton, man, is Bobby introduced me to the gap band. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, that's crazy. Went, that's 
That's yeah. crazy. It wouldn't be me doing nothing if it wasn't for him. Oh, so, man. Wow, hey. man. Hey, man. And I, and I always tell people that all the time, that Bobby Eaton, if it wasn't for Bobby Eaton, I would have never even met Charlie in there. Ain't that something, man? Wow. Yeah. That is but, man, when you, but when you came aboard, Calhoun, you brought something to the table. Yeah. yeah, you did. You know, you really brought something to the table, man, throughout your expertise as a percussionist, as a drummer, yeah. as a songwriter. Right. Hey, man, you just brought it to the table. Yeah. yeah. You know. Hey, well, like I said, I, I wouldn't have never been able to do that if you hadn't have said, hey, man, go down to Indianapolis and tell him you know Bobby Eaton. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bobby had a calling card. <laughs> man, I was on tour. I, I used Bobby's calling card. Right. <laughs> we was on I tour. Said, His name we was Bobby. on tour, and I met Calhoun, and we was on tour, so we left Indianapolis. Next thing I know, we got off tour. I came to a total experience. Calhoun up in the lobby. <laughs> I was like, "Oh man, look at him!" Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That was that was a that was a blessing to meet Bobby, man. But anyway, I just wanted to call in and, and show my support for the Masons and Tony. Tony, you know for sure. You know that's my boy. That's my dude. Man, good no man. Doubt, yeah. No doubt, man. You okay. know, I know good things gonna come out of there. What they whatever they're doing, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, appreciate that, man. Yeah. Well, hey, keep on with. Keep on getting them checks, man. <laughs> them outstanding checks, you know. I know that's right. <laughs> Keep getting man, them look, checks. Man. You you know how the business is right now. I don't think nobody's making a check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you ain't gotta worry about nothing, but you wrote a good one. You wrote Gap Band's number one hit. Outstanding. You know, yeah, so no doubt. that's great. Calhoun, but, uh, I all appreciate right, man. It, man. So look, you guys take it easy, man. God bless you, man, and uh I'm going to get out of here because my phone looks like it's about to die. All right, man. All right, brother. I'll give you a call later on, okay? Appreciate no it, Ray. All, All right. Bless you, guys later. All yeah. right, Doc. All right, Steve. Raymond Calhoun. Raymond Calhoun. Yeah. World famous. Well, right? that's, that's the Raymond Calhoun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Raymond Calhoun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's dope, man. That's dope. It's funny, yeah. Man. Wow. <laughs> I hooked him up. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Man, that is something. Well, else, hey, man. you know, we're here on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. We're going to take a little short, what they say, pause for the calls. Yes, sir. Okay. Something like that. You know That's what I mean? Better. And uh, we're going to be right back. So, hey, you can dial the number 646 716 5525. And once you dial that number and you want to talk on the air, press that one button, okay? We want you got to press the one button. I tell them all the time. <laughs> all right. We'll be right back. Stick around, okay? Thank you. 
You're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. We have a, a great time here. Mason Brothers in the house, and we having fun, fun, fun. All right, guys. Hey, we're back. Yeah, back, man. We've been chopping it up, and uh, yeah, we've man. been you know, had a phone call or something come in, and right. you know, and. Um, all right, moving forward, we um, how long has it been? Oh man, thirty plus. Yeah, ain't that crazy? We haven't been on stage together, bro, in that long. Either. In that long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, if it comes to me, bro. That's time for a reunion. Yeah, you would yeah. think. One would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't. We're gonna have to put that together. One you know, we we'll think it's time for. Uh, I think uh, here in Tulsa would be a great turnout if people saw you guys all together again. I would love you know, that man. And just performing and good yeah. band and yeah. everything and yeah. vocals and stuff like that taking place. Yeah. I think it would be good. Yeah. You know, you should maybe think about it. Man, listen. Um we've talked about it over the years and um you know, life 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 can happen, life has happened. Um, you know, we all raised families, you know. Um Married with I'm, children and all that stuff. I'm family. a granddad. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm a grandfather. Yeah, yeah. me too. You know, I'm a grandpa, so, huh? I'm a late bloomer, bro. I'm yeah. a late <laughs> <laughs> You're late bloomer. I'm a late bloomer. Okay. I just, I, I, just, got, I just had a baby girl last night. She's yeah, my baby girl Ezra. She's seven pounds fourteen ounces. You just had a baby girl last night. Congratulations. Last yeah, night. Congratulations, from, man. From bro. Man, congratulations, yeah. man. Thanks. That's okay. That's all right. Hey, it, bloomer, it's okay man. be a late bloomer. <laughs> call, me, call me Abraham Jr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I love it, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. I was, you know, we we've uh, we chopped it up about that, man. And yeah. uh, and my father, um, uh, pops, I hope you're watching, man. My father said to me one day, and it made me cry. He said, "If y'all would do this for me, just just get together and do do a show." get together with your brothers and just do, he said, would you do that for me? He said, I just, I need to see that before I, you know, before I cross over. And mm-hmm. it made me cry, man. Cause you know, um, I think with life and all of the things that have happened, you know, in our lives personally and, uh, and, you know, and as brothers and family and all of that stuff, man, um, you know, that's not, it's, that's certainly not something out of the question because, you know, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I know, 
um, there's nothing here that would ever, that would, um, what's the word? There's nothing here that would say that cannot happen. I mean, um, you know, I, I've envisioned us doing like, you know, doing like a, in, in Tulsa, doing a huge concert, man. Give us, it can happen. Give us two hours and just give us the stage mm-hmm. and it just let us, you know, I've envisioned doing us, my nephew up in LA open, my son open. Mm-hmm. And then we close it out, man, my sister. And then let us, you know, just give us like, a. I was even, this is what I really wanted to do one, you know, one year for Juneteenth. Like, you know how they have, you know, like a Thursday or Friday or Saturday or whatever. And just give us a night, man. Just make it, make it all, you know, just one night. Just, just, just give us a night because we got enough talent in our family to make it to fill to the show. Just do an entire show, and I'm talking about a quality show. I'm not talking about some, bro. You know, Bobby. So I'm a cat like this. He's a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. I'm a September baby, though. Check this out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in life, man, listen to me, man. People do two things. People do what they want to do. People don't do what they don't want to do. Right. In comes the meat. Now, check this out. The name of this show, the, the theme of this show is What Happened. We can really talk about what happened, Bob. Yeah, what happened, this man? Tell, what, let's get to it. This is what happened. Okay. This is what happened. When we got dropped from Electro Asylum Records. Oh, man. Because of the Unisound Production Company situation and yeah. Electro couldn't fully promote the album like they wanted to. Yeah. A seven-album contract on a brand-new artist from Tulsa, Oklahoma. With some we serious went through, money. We basically went through our own forms of depression. We did. Dig me? We came back here we defeated. Did. We'd have been to London, Wales. We'd have hit all the major markets in America. We'd have met Stevie Wonder. Yeah. We'd have met Prince at the height of the Purple Rain. Yeah. Me and Gary went to the Purple Rain show twice, sold out yeah. in Memphis at yeah. the height of his career. And we, we had to suck all that in, bro. And we had to take a L. We took a loss. Now, check Man. this out. This is what happened. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. Looking back on hindsight now, I believe that we just had different aspirations for the business. Mm -hmm. We've always been brothers, Mm -hmm. but we had different aspirations. Mm -hmm. Let me break it down. I'm the songwriter. I lay the tracks. Um, That's what I do. Hey, man, when Scott Folks, when we left Electra, Scott Folks went to Capitol. Yep. Scott Folks flew us to Philadelphia. That's real. Gave us a budget. What a budget. Listen to me. We're going to sign the Capitol Records. Just from one major to another, just slide in. Listen to me, boss. Scott folks sent us to Philly. Yeah. Back with K. Williams. Okay. And his Tony studio. and I, Tony, I, we are songwriters. We do. We had to submit a certain amount of songs. Right. Gary and I went first. Tony wasn't there. Yep. Tony wasn't in Philly for the first week. Gary and I laid all the tracks. I was on the road. All, with the every, he was with the followers of Christ. <laughs> I sure was. I was on the yeah, road. followers of Christ. Yeah, I, I, played, only, I played with them too. We yeah, were only I supposed know. to be there two weeks. Right. So Tony came like the last couple of days of us even being there. Right. My personal, because I'm going to ask both them, bro. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I came tonight. My personal, <laughs> I, now looking back on hindsight, I believe that we had different aspirations because. When I looked at him putting us off for something else, I started to look at him differently business-wise. Mm-hmm. But he was still my brother because I would talk to my father about these things. Yeah. I looked at him differently business-wise, and I said, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. If he'll walk away from, from us, we get ready to go. Scott folks just blew up MC Hammer. We get ready to go. I know that we don't have the same outlook on what we're doing. Right. And Gary's always been – 
I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. I hear <laughs> that's my baby. That's my little baby. That's your little baby. baby I'm sorry. Huh? Okay. I turn it down. Uh-huh. I love you, Ezra. Ezra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but knowing that, listen, I want to say this before we go further with that, because in comes the meat. My vision of Mason was this: being a songwriter, producer, artist. Um, 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 those the hats that I wear. I already visioned him going solo. I visioned him going solo. I visioned me going solo because yeah, we're talking about a music deal. is ministry. Yes. He has his own ministry. I have my own ministry. He has his own ministry. So I had a whole look, uh, an outlook that I didn't even never discuss with them. Mm-hmm. At 23, I said, man, let's, we can really build this platform, right. bring Crystal Mason, bring, right. our, bring sister, our sister, bring all, Quadon, all of these other people that yeah. are in our, in our family. And not just with music. Man, we got screenwriters in our family. We got directors, film directors. We have all other aspects of people in our family. But my point is this. I'm just going to end it. I'm going I'm to put it here. I started to look at the business different because different, I'm a songwriter. Right. I started to look at Tony differently. Mm-hmm. And as a big brother, I actually started looking at Gary differently because as my big brother, see, I was looking at it personally before but I said, he should pull it together. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But that didn't happen. Right. I'm the songwriter, bro. Once again, and so Gary's a songwriter. Tony's a songwriter, but we had you different guys aspirations. had some, dip, some differences right Absolutely. here. Absolutely, yeah, as mad. far as direction is going. Yeah. Right? Man, I was mad at Tony for years for this. Mm-hmm. I wrote a book called "Curse Growing Up Mason." Mm-hmm. I was mad at Tony. I had to go to an encounters in 2006 to get past it because I, I hated him. Mm-hmm. Because I said, "Hey, I'm telling the 100." I said, "I love you." But hey, man, how can you abandon this? And that's it. Doesn't start. It doesn't stop there. Right. It doesn't stop there. I gave as a as a, he's always gonna be my brother, but as a businessman, I gave him another chance. We wrote a song for Boys to Men at the height of their career. Tell me where it hurts. Yep, we wrote it. Tony wrote the title. I wrote the track. Mm-hmm. We wrote. I, we both wrote the majority of the lyrics. Right. But he and I crossed out again because the song got to this group called Guess. Mm-hmm. And Michael Powell that did all of Anita Baker's hits. Yep. Mm-hmm. They call me in Atlanta. I'm in Atlanta. I'm going on my own now. This is not. I'm going You're on my solo own. Now. Yeah, I'm priest. Mm-hmm. I've created priest mm-hmm. to, to to to. I never told nobody in Atlanta, bro. I met everybody. Lisa Lopez. Mm-hmm. I let. I met. I was there I when Tupac shot the. I was there, and he was in Avondale Mall that day. Mm-hmm. Wow. I lived in some legendary. T- bro, when I, that's a whole other book. That's a whole other show. When I lived in Atlanta, right? How I met Shug Knight the night his uh, his uh, bodyguard got killed. Mm-hmm. I called my dad that night. I said, Daddy. I'm at Jermaine Dupree's birthday party. I'm going to sign with Death Row next week. That was the bit, it would have been the biggest mistake I ever made, but I didn't do it. Right. But I was at Jermaine Dupree's birthday party. Mm-hmm. I went. I just went solo yeah. to despite both of them. Right. So when you went solo, you decided to go solo too, but all y'all did, everybody just kind of well, dispersed and said, well, yeah. hey, no more. We're going to do our own individual we thing. We officially broke up in 88. Yeah. In 88. Mine was... Totally different. I had a, my first son was born. Right. From my previous marriage, I uh, moved to Texas. Uh, stayed there until '04. Didn't touch a guitar. My first three or four years in Texas, then I started playing at this church. Stop when I stopped playing there. I didn't play anymore until I moved back here in '04. Right. So my 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 my. You kind of gave up on it, huh? I, you know, in the back of my mind. But at the at that time, I had to get it. I yeah. had family. Yeah, I come another boy. Then I I have three boys. Um, um, and I talked to Trey about this a few days ago. Uh, Tony probably don't know, but man, 
If music, I love it. When it's time to go do work, it's time to go do work. But music to this day um, has always been just a big passion or a hobby. Mm -hmm. But when it came time to get it, lock the songs in, blah, 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 blah. These two did all of the of the right. Right. Then they'll give me the song and then I'll do what I do. Right. And then that's it. I might leave. Right. You know, I might go sit outside. Mm-hmm. Um it was like it was like that in Memphis. It was like that in Memphis. Yeah, this is before we but yeah, this and and so and that that brought me up to to like right now. I mean now, you know, I've played a lot since I've been back home. Right. With a lot of different bands. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm playing with uh, Eldridge now. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm pretty serious about it when it's come time to get down to it. Oh, no doubt. But it's always been more of a... I might have been the most lackadaisical mm-hmm. out of mm-hmm. us three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can so? definitely say that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Because when it came to being, I'm like, man, sh- y'all go ahead, man. I, yeah. You know. If one of us yeah, time to sign, yeah, I'll bring sign. Yeah, yeah. Just bring yeah, whenever, yeah. whenever you get to Whenever I need to do the baseline, I do the baseline. But this oh. dude in the studio, mm-hmm. one take. That's mm-hmm. it. Every session, Gary, one take bass. Mm-hmm. One take. It, it yeah. blew them away. Mm-hmm. When we were recording the record, it blew them, blew them away. Yeah. This dude was so good. All I was going to add to what he was saying to confirm what he was saying, Gary told me we had a four-hour talk. I hadn't had a four-hour talk with him straight in, in years, bro. And it did good for this interview because he 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 said Trey, this is just a it's a it's a it's a hobby to me. And I said, bro, it's always been my life. I, my, look, my genre of music, priest. I make life music. Yeah, it's life, bro. I can't I can't do without it. After I, I have to do it. Yeah, I tell my wife every day. If I don't do it, I'm dying every day that I oh, don't real, do man. it. I'm just saying all that to say this. I'm saying all that to say this. Man, me and Tony, we've always been ride or die. We both Virgos, and I believe we've always been secretly brotherly competitive. <laughs> to it, I mean, you know what I'm saying? We have. That's we family have, rivalry. That's we have sure. from the her everything, bro. Yeah, that's that's sure. where we dr- everything, everything. <laughs> so, and that's and, and as it should be. But the one thing that I wanted to ask him, because I didn't wasn't gonna do this interview unless I could ask these questions to both of them, mm-hmm. and that we had already talked about it. It broke me up, bro, inside, mentally and spiritually, for years. They'll both know. I don't want to do. I didn't want to do music with anyone else. Yeah. Oh yeah. He said. I that. even started a band before we went to Memphis called The Max, and yeah. Keith Simmons was the bass player. I remember that. Keith. That's how much I put. Donnie Battles was my drummer. I'm. All, I've always been in a band since I've been playing guitar. Mm-hmm. Gary would come and watch us practice at Ben Hill and just leave, and Keith would say, "Man, this needs to be." This is what I do. This is what I do right now. This right. is what we do. But, but to this day, I want to, Bobby. I know we coming, you know, to that, to that, to that. But these are some things that I've been wanting to ask both of them because so much time has passed and oh, so many people have. Hey, man. Tony, let me ask you this: Why is it that we have not done any more records since then? You know, I don't, I don't know that I can. And I know that life kicks in. I yeah. got children. You have children. Yeah. But guess what? So does the Murphy brothers and the Wayans brothers and all these other mm-hmm. huge families that still can count it all the way from the bank. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. I, I don't know that I can specifically say, um, specifically, specifically say why. Uh, what I can say is that you hit the nail on the head. When we lost the deal, first of all, we didn't even understand what happened. Mm-hmm. 
until years later. Yeah. I, I ended up. No, I did because I'm on the business because I was writing them songs. I ended so up, I did. I ended up. On I, the, I uh, did not. <laughs> I, did, I didn't know the specifics. My money, bro. I didn't know the specifics, but I ended up, we, we did a show here um, where we, we, we opened up for The Whispers. And there was a guy who flew in from the West Coast. Uh, his name was Howard Knox. Yeah. He was the West Coast A&R rep for Electric. Came in. I just remember meeting him after the show. He was on the side of the stage. And I met him briefly. I hadn't seen him, talk to him in, for years. All of a sudden, he showed up in Tulsa at a conference I was writing songs for. I was writing songs for a conference at my church. This guy shows up, and we reconnect. So he's pastoring in Oklahoma City, right? He invites me to his church. I sing at his church. And then as the weekend went on, my wife and I went and we stayed at his home. He said, okay, let me tell you, let me tell you what happened. And he broke it down. And I was literally weeping because I'm Trey was saying, I think we all went through a season of uh, mild, just depressed about losing the situation. Mm-hmm. That's what we lived for. Mm-hmm. It was was that. So I don't know. I think I think over the years, maybe I snapped out of that quick, bro. Yeah, I think over the years, though. I mean, uh, I kept doing my, I kept doing my music. And I that's kept when doing. I went solo. I just because yeah. yeah. I looked at it like this. Jerry started playing with somebody else. My sister formed my sister formed her own band. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the? F-? I really did, bro. And I shut down and gang bang for a minute. I went to a whole other direction. I even forgot I even did music <laughs> for a minute. I really did, but I went to a whole you nother... Hit, you hit those streets, huh? Hey, man, I did... Hey, bro. And it's like this. I went somewhere <laughs> else rebelling against him, him, and all... I really did. My father... Everybody. Because I'm like, how my Heavenly Father gave us all this greatness, but he want to go over there and do that. He... It's, bro, I just... I, I lost, it affected you. Yeah, I, in a bad way. Yeah. I, it's to where I had to write a book called Cursed, growing up Mason to get it out so that my children will know how, what greatness they come from. Right. My nieces and nephews, what they greatness that they, my nep, what they, what greatness they come from. Oh, yeah. No and don't let it slide. Kristen is doing it right now to the point yeah, where nephew in LA. Kristen, yeah, yeah, right. See, man. Kristen, yeah, see, man, that's my yeah. My sister Crystal. Well, he's, a, he's he's carrying a torch. That's what yeah, I'm trying exactly. to say. And moving on. All yeah, I right. do is uplift him. I said, you know what, what motivates him or what I tell him? Do more than my, me and my, that me and my brothers accomplished. Because to me, let me tell you why I never refer to the Mason album. This is Trey Mason. They call me priest out here. Everybody that know me. Mm-hmm. I've never referred back to it. That's not Mason. The album cover, we didn't pick those pictures. We took other <laughs> pictures. Those colors. I hated that album. We, it was a five heartbeats. When they showed us mm-hmm. that, we did. I was like, man, the production, that's not the beats. That, that's the, that doesn't sound like what so, I did. That's not, that doesn't sound. Those, that's K. Williams. So I don't even play that album because that's not a depiction of Mason. That's how he, that's how Kay Williams depicted us. Yeah. The demos didn't even Scott folks, even Bob Kraft now, the president of the CEO of Electra said, it doesn't sound like the demo. I said, I know because I produced the demo. Right. I arranged the demo. Yeah. We did it. They it was- didn't trust us with the production on our first record. I said, Hey bro, I did it here. I'm going to bring the demo tracks right in here. And we just going to enhance it. But they didn't trust us. But my point is this. I, 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 to me, no matter, I don't care who he works with, I can bring out of him because I'm his brother. What no other producer or no other musician can bring out of him. Well, that's your family, and you, I, no, you, but we've never got a chance to even do none of that. But we've you never know, got a chance to do any of that. That's the truth. And 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 when we do, when I talk about musicians, when I talk about musicians, this is the guys on the truth. I tell them, 
I don't know bass players and guitar players is better than my brother. Mm-hmm. I, my, my brothers, I don't know them because mm-hmm. these cats, Gary's one take. That's your family. And this dude, genius, just mm-hmm. genius. And so he's right. So the things that, that we can do but, together. But, Tony, let me ask you a question. You guys still have talent. Oh, yeah. 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 Why isn't there been like a project Good that you guys can just all work on and say, hey, this is, uh, we're going to get in the studio, we're going to cut seven, eight tracks, and we're going to put this together because you're more, you're more wise today. Yeah. You have more wisdom yeah. and more discipline and things. Yeah. Why haven't that take, taken place? You know, I, I don't know that I can, all I can say is that um, just coming out of everything, I went, uh, I went in the, in the direction where I was like Gary too, I had, you know, raised family, all those things. Um, you know, I've, I've always stayed locked into ministry, always, always stayed locked into ministry, huge part of my life. And, uh, and so um, just working through, um, working through all of the dynamics of being an artist, being a, um, you know, being a man, a father, just working through all of it. And it just took mm-hmm. me longer. It yeah. just took me longer to work through it. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, I'm in a, well, I'm in a whole different, you know, I, I've, I've uh, of course been in touch with a lot of family organizations, a lot of family groups and yeah. family. And it's always seems like there's some type of division in mm-hmm. some kind of way. I can't, he's, he's the mellow one. Mm-hmm. He's uh, the mid middle one. He's a hothead. He's mm-hmm. a so-and-so. Right. And it's always seems like some tension mm-hmm. that you know takes place. The great formula Stevie Wonder said this. We're getting on a flight to New York. No, we're on our way to LA, the the, uh, the Bay. San Jose, San Diego, and Oakland. Well, yeah, we met him on the way to New York. To New York, okay. Yeah. Christmas Eve. Christmas thank Eve. you, thank yep. you, thank you. And I asked him the elements of a hit song, he told me. <clears throat> uh, and, 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 and I'll say this. I'm just not getting into my solo joints in the, like in the last eight, nine mm-hmm. years. Tony's been doing this. Tony's got videos on YouTube. Tony was on The Voice. He's been doing this. As Tony's as never stopped. He's never, and neither have I. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I take that back. Remember, I said I stopped and went somewhere else for mm-hmm. a minute and came back. My point is this. Here's my point of, of saying any of it. There, to me, is no excuse, especially in the digital age that we live in now, where I can email a track. You email me the lead vocal. You can, come on, there's no excuse now to me. There's no excuse. We're live streaming right now. All the whole world can see this. There's no excuse now, which brings me back to this. People do what they want to do. People don't do what they don't want to do. And the conclusion I came with to keep peace, to bring peace to myself Mm -hmm. concerning Mason, because this is business we're talking about. I'm just happening to be talking to my two brothers, Mm -hmm. but this is business we're talking about. Mm -hmm. I came to to the fact that we have different outlooks and aspirations. We all do. That's a ministry. That's a ministry. This is a ministry. Yeah. Once again, we look. I'm, I'm gonna lighten it up. When we got to Memphis, you know, your nickname is given to you, bro. And when you gangbang, your name is given to you. You don't make up. You'll get your name is given to you. They was calling Tony Pretty Tony, and I said Tony. That's a whole image. He Pretty Tony. <laughs> look. I mean, he looked. We did. He's beautiful. I love this They called him. They sure did. See, to be an artist, you have to have these images. Gary, they called him G. Smooth. He was laid back, smooth. Yeah. Yeah. James yeah. Alexander can tell you right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was the I was the firecracker. I'm mm-hmm. the raw one. I'm 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 quiet, but I'm watching every move and every listen to every word, bro. You think I'm not paying attention? Mm-hmm. And I hear you. <laughs> 
Yeah, me? you got you all three of you guys got perfect element. It's different, perfect. It was a perfect element to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. different personalities yeah, and perfect element. and things like that, which is perfect. You know, because you don't want nobody to be just like you. Oh yeah, yeah I mean that can't. don't that don't work well. It doesn't work. Yeah. Well, look here, we are gonna go to the phone lines. We got a lot of people been on the line, and oh, I guess we oh. let's let's see who's who's here to we can talk to. <laughs> you know, who's ready to come on with it? Eric Ho three one zero eight nine five. You're on the Bobby Eaton show. Hey, what's going on, fellas? What's happening? What's happening? This Fred is Fred Smith, Smith man. I know that. I know that voice. I just What up, man? Man, <laughs> Trey, Gary, Tony, uh, man, <clears throat> I, I I looked up to you guys so much when I was in uh, my adopted home of Tulsa, and. Uh, right. You know, I just want to say, um, <clears throat> no matter what you guys have gone through, from the outside looking in, people still have uh, honored you all, admired you, and looked up to you. Wow. And uh, a lot, a lot of times, you don't you don't see yourself and and the collective as other people see you. We, you know, we see totally different things. We see an incredibly talented family. Uh, uh, you know, I'm closer to Tony and and. Uh, Crystal and and, uh, and and Kristen, right. but you know, uh, I've met your whole family. I've admired you all. You have impacted Tulsa. Wow. Um, <clears throat> we we got to get back to the point where we honor uh, those in our local community uh, that have paved the way for all that's going on today. And uh, your family, the Mason family, has has wow. has done that. Wow. So. Thank you, Fred. Um, <clears throat> you know, when I got to Tulsa, I hit the ground running. I met Tony. Um, I was a young musician, inexperienced, uh, and uh, I, I I never saw so much talent. You know, I've been all over the world. I literally mm-hmm. have been all over the world. A few of y'all yeah, you know my history. <clears throat> and uh, Oklahoma got the dopest if I had to put together a super band, it would be all Oklahoma musicians. Come on. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> because uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma got the funk. Oklahoma adopted me as a, uh, as a son, as a musician. Uh, I was right. blessed to have an impact. And um, so I just want to say, man, um, uh, we've always, there are, there are people that I've always looked up to each one of you all individually Right. Um, <clears throat> the the earth, wind, and the fire, <laughs> and, right. and uh, you know, you still have an impact. You still have a voice, and you still have influence. So I just want you all to be encouraged in that way. And then uh, Bobby, uh, to answer this question, uh, making a record is hard, whether you're a family or you're single uh, artist or whatever, because it is many moving parts. Uh, it, it requires singular focus. Uh, you got to put aside your ego. You got to have a team concept, and mm-hmm. you have to be on the same page. And even if you're a solo artist picking your own stuff, uh, right. I know you know. I, there's a season when you can make art that lasts. It has an extreme cost associated with it, and and you still, y'all have still made art, and it's lasted. And but there was a cost. And so every 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 uh, <clears throat> iteration of, of of music that you all put out, it's it's going to reflect the price that was paid to to get that out. And uh, right. so, 
Uh, yeah. Y'all be encouraged, and it, it can be done. Technology makes it easier, but yeah. but unified focus is something that that you still have to solve. And um, right. And so once y'all do that, uh, I believe it's going to be it's going to be amazing. And uh, I love you guys, Tony. You my brother. Um, yes, sir. We've been through a lot. A lot uh, uh, I used to fight with Tony. Me and me and Tony. <laughs> yeah. Listen. Okay. Uh, well, Fred, hey, I want to thank you, man, for you know calling yeah. in and sharing those words of wisdom, and uh, continue to do what you do. And I'm pretty sure yes, one day we're going to see that Mason reunion take yeah, place. Man. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm, try, I'm trying to get in the band. I'm trying uh, to get in the band, man. Let me, all right, man. Let me, I love y'all, man. Thank you for your show, Bobby. Thank you for your show, Bobby, man. You're doing a great job, man. Keep doing it. Well, thank you. Appreciate it, man. Take care. Okay. All right. Love you. All right. right. That's great, right there. Yeah. Somebody call in like that. Let's go to. Let's try someone else. Uh. All right. Area code nine one eight eight two nine. You're on the Bobby Eaton show. What's up, man? What's going on? Hey, man. Rockstar man, what's up, Bobby? What's up, Mason? Rockstar Ryan, what's going on, up man? R double, what's going on, bro? Nothing, man. Nothing. She just woke up and came in here in the lab, and I and I was scrolling through Facebook, and I seen I seen it. The the, the fellows was at the radio station. I said, "Damn, let me check it out." I love you know. it. Yeah, well, we got the Mason brothers in here, man. Yes, and we know you guys go way back. And, oh yeah, and stuff like that. Man, yeah, you know. Yeah, man. I, I tell you what, I, I was talking. Uh, I was in here, I think, last week, and I was mm-hmm. talking about, you know, musicians from Tulsa. And I'll tell you, man, those guys, PPI, and and uh, you know, it, even, <laughs> and I would say them in particular, you know, them in Satellite and some of the other bands. But these guys sharpened. We all sharpened each other. And I said this on air last week, Ronnie. I said, man. I said it was cats like Ronnie Selman, and uh, and that kept yeah you did that, that kept us sharp. Mm-hmm. They kept us sharp. I mean, you know we because y'all 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 yeah. y'all brought the funk, man. Yeah. <laughs> you brothers brought that funk, man, <laughs> and it and it really you guys, man, y'all pushed and pushed and pushed. And I appreciate. I've always admired uh, you and your brother, man. Always mm-hmm. have, man. Always admired you know what you guys do. And thank you, man. Thank you for for just being a good brother, man. Good friend, but. Bro, I'm just telling you straight up, you pushed the daylights out of me, man, and my brothers, man. Well, you, you know, man, uh, uh, we pushed each other because we grew up playing festivals. And, and, but, but you know, right. the thing about it was it, was, it wasn't nothing but love. That's you right. Know? That's what I said. It was just right. love. Everybody enjoyed playing and having fun, man. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, so it, that's 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 what it was to me. But you know, now at now at my time in my career now. Everything is just easy and it's, it's laid back. I ain't, I ain't tripping. I ain't rushing. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm just doing my thing, man. And I look right. at you guys. You know, y'all, y'all got, y'all got so much talent in your family, man. And just you three, you, you three alone, man. You know, they, Tulsa need to see y'all together. Really, yeah. man. Yeah. They need to see y'all. You know what, what, what have to happen, man? Look here, we all brothers. I have a brother. Me and my brother. Sometimes we, we don't see eye to eye. You know what I'm saying? But you had right. to put that ego aside and make it happen, because because really Ronnie, one day. But Ronnie, just like you, uh-huh. up, like when you do your shows, who's on the base? Your yeah. brother. <laughs> yeah, right. Your brother. Yeah, right. You know, so it, it, yeah. it's just a thing, man. Where you know, 
when 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 I put my ego aside and Keith put his aside and we just go out there and get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no doubt. And, and well, y'all, you know, you, I, y'all I, brothers I are so cold. Ronnie, I remember a time when y'all didn't have no egos. Nobody had no yeah, egos. Right. Just fun, <laughs> bro. I remember coming over to your grandmother's house and wow. all of that, and you guys were learning how to what this music business was all about. Yeah. And you made it do what it did. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You, know, you really did. Yeah, no doubt, man. Mm-hmm. And you and you. you right know, and, and the thing about it, the thing about it, man, is that's uh uh. You know, everything now, man, is so laid back. And, you know, the way, you know, everybody ought to be cutting, putting their own music out, man, because the world didn't change, man. It ain't about doing Top 40 yeah, no more. COVID is, COVID is serious. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, what what what, what needs to happen with what, what need to happen with the brothers is, hey, things are going to change. You know, when up in the summer, y'all need to be hitting, putting that fuck down on them. Tony putting pretty more Tony out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you bro. And get Trey, get Trey on that, get Trey with them vocals on there, like he do his thing. Gary on the bass, just gonna do that thing, man. Cause y'all got to make make it do what it do, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Ain't no okay. time to waste, man. We might not be here tomorrow. That's you know? That's real. That's real. Well, Ronnie, yeah, Rockstar. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, Rockstar Ronnie. Hey, man. Thanks for calling we in. We love you, man. And uh, you know, I love y'all too, man. You know that. All right, Bobby. I'll be getting with you, man. Get with me, man. All right. Okay. All right. Keep that. Let's keep going here. Area code 918-565. You're on the Bobby Eaton Show. Hey, Bobby. Tony. Gary. Cliff. This is Albert Sells. Oh, my God. What's up, Albert? What's up, Albert? What's up, Albert? Man, what's man. crack? Old school there, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Long time, man. It has been. Boy, that's back from the coffee. <laughs> back pre-carver days. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt hey, about it, hey, man. Hey, can, t- can I tell you guys, I am so blessed to be on the phone with three guys that I've known all my life. Mm-hmm. Wow. And and can I and and can I tell you something? I never knew you guys were famous. We were adults. I'm serious. That's how humble. Wow. I, I, I Clifford, you may not remember underneath Carver Stadium when your oh. daddy was gonna beat our tails with cutters <laughs> and talking. To- <laughs> yeah. I yes, mean, sir. your daddy was gonna get. If it hadn't been for Miss Gillum, your daddy yeah. was gonna get me, you, Bucky, and Danny Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Boy, you bought back something. But, <laughs> oh man! But I, I, I want you guys to know how proud I am of you, and. How wow. how you guys have let God lead you yeah. in different directions, but to come back together. Yeah, you know it's like a, a like a river. A river will break off into different mm-hmm. contributaries. Right. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, ultimately, it comes back together before yeah. it heads to the sea. Yeah. And it, you know. There ain't nothing we can do about yesterday. Yeah. Nothing. 
Yeah. We can't do anything about a second ago. Right. But we can right. we can do about the future. And we yeah. family, my brothers. We we are family. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> That's real. We we are family. And you guys make your parents proud. Wow. The number one, you make God proud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you stand you stand up and you make your daddy's wish come true. Yeah. 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 I can see it. Yeah. You know, it can happen. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. And, and I, I, I promise, I promise, I will be there. I will mm-hmm. be there. And yeah. uh, one more thing, you know, Tony, I guess when I really realized you can sing is when you sang on Broadway. And I went, damn, Tony can sing? <laughs> <laughs> On Broadway. Remember, on yeah. Broadway. Hi, Jim. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, we want to thank you for calling in and taking time out of your schedule, man, to talk to your homeboys. Yes, sir. No you know, doubt. and it's all good, okay? No doubt. Hey, I love you guys. I, I truly do love you guys. Thank okay. you. God bless you. All right. And, all right. Take, take care. Take care. Okay. Okay. Great. Oh, okay. Let's go to the phone lines again. We got another caller right here. Area code nine one eight seven three four. You on the Bobby Eaton show? Hey, Dad. Hey, Uncle Trey and Uncle Gary. That's my baby. Hi. Calling in. My tie. Okay. Yes. I just wanted to call you all and tell you all that I love you and um, listening to you guys tell your story is very inspiring and. You know, I I still to this day play the album for my for my children, and yeah. uh, you know Harlem it, it loves it absolutely loves Port On. Yeah. If he could watch it a million times a day, he would. So <laughs> that is inspiring in itself. Um, just wanted to tell you all, you know, whatever happened in the past, whatever angered any of you, or you know upset you for you know what that didn't happen you know after you guys lost the record deal Mm -hmm. let it go and focus on a new project because the people want it they want it and they've been asking for it for years you guys love each other we love listening to you all and uh you know the album is legendary so get a new get a new project going i say do it we're ready for it the people are waiting on it just do it. Love it, so, man. Love it. Yep. Oh, thank you. That's your girl. Right, call Love you guys. Hey, uh, you all right. You this. I'll call you later. Love okay. You. All right. All right. <laughs> Let's see what's going on here. We're moving right on along. I love it, man. You'll never know. Let's see who is this person right here. This is a 111 number. Uh-oh. 111, you're on the Bobby Eaton <laughs> Show. Hello? 111. Yes, you're on the Bobby Eaton Show. Hello. Yes. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. You're on the you're on oh, the Bobby okay. Eaton Show. Steve Smith. Steve, what's up? Steve Smith. Okay. Steve, what's up? I was wondering about that phone call, that number right there. You know, what up, Smitty? You're calling from a, a computer. That's right. right. <laughs> Not much. Man, it's funny how Bobby Eaton. Right. Yeah. No. Hey, I just wanted to tell you. Talk, I was just talking about you boys uh, 
uh, Sunday. That's that right God there. is my witness, too. Right. I was talking about how laid back old Gary was. Right, right. And how fiery old Clifford, Clifford was to fire the show. And old Tony was the pretty boy. Uh, and we were just talking about how good you guys was, man, and how the whole family had nothing but pure talent in it. Wow. And I said, boy, y'all boys got to get together and make something happen. And then y'all sitting up here talking about the very thing I was talking about Sunday. Wow. And wow. y'all got to make that happen, man. Family yeah. affair. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I that. love all you guys. Yeah. I done went to school with you guys, been around y'all for a long time. Y'all some bad fellas. Thank and I was talking you. about how y'all can pick them strings. <laughs> Appreciate that. Man. Thank you, Steve. Man. Up. Yes, sir. Yes, All sir. right. Well, thank you, Steve, man. Eddie. Okay. All right. Appreciate you. All right. Y'all take care. I'll be looking. Okay. He said he'll be right. looking looking right, for Steve. you. All right. Wow, man. I love it. You know, I, I think um I think when you know when Trey was asking the question a moment ago, uh, this word just kind of hit me just now. Seasons. I think there are seasons for everything in our lives. I believe I, that I think too. there are some things that, that we don't have um, a lot of control over. I think that, um, I think, yeah, we make our decisions and those kinds of things, but we have to make those decisions based on the seasons we're in. And so I think, you know, I think you said it and Ronnie said, it, I mean, and then my daughter said it and then Fred said it, I think time and growth, um, maturity, um, you know, based on, what is focus? You know, my wife and my family is my has been my focus. And, it's your main focus, and, and I'm respo- I'm responsible. That's his mm-hmm. and mine I'm, too. I'm responsible. That's yeah. his and mine yeah. too. So mm-hmm. the, once again, it, it, listen, bro. Listen, listen. Either we're gonna do this or not. And let me tell you like this, B. We haven't done it thus far. So now I've gotten to the point where I don't look forward to it no more. I'm so focused on, like he said, because bro, I put all them years into waiting. So now I really am not. I don't really care if we do it or not. I'm just being 100. Everybody you knows you, you me. Can have, you know me. You can I don't care. Say, yeah. You can honestly say you don't care. I love y'all. I love Tony. You I can look have, him in his face. I love him. I don't yeah. care if I ever do another Mason show. I definitely don't want to do none of that material. I'm, bro, I'm on some, You move on. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gone, bro. I love mm-hmm. y'all, but I don't want to do no more Mason. Nothing, that's bro. how it is. So that's how it is. No, that's how it is. No, no, no. That's how it is when you have that much yeah. You have much passion. You see, and, and well, here's, I push. Here's, here's, here's one thousand. My season for Mason has been passed. Yeah, as all them years trying to. I'm okay. good. I'm okay. doing good on that. Bro. All right. Well, hey man, I want to thank <laughs> y'all. For real though, I love listen, you, listen, listen, listen. Okay, that. we're gonna end this like this. Yeah. I want to thank you for taking time out to come here on the Bobby Eaton Show. Yes, sir. You yes, know, sir. and uh, where we tell our stories our way. Right. We're going to get y'all back in here, man. Part, part two. Part yeah. two. You know what I mean? You see us a whole I left, okay? All right. Good. Yes, Glad to have you. Thank Appreciate you, Bobby. All right. You, okay. Yeah. Well, hey, you've been on the Bobby Eaton Show uh, here at 1533 North Norfolk. We are taking donations. You know, so a couple of bucks here and there. Don't don't hurry. We got a donation bucket over there, so you can come by fifteen thirty three North Norfolk. Help us out with the Juice Radio Show, young people. You know, and uh, they're gonna be right there. Hey, Bobby Eaton Show every Monday, Wednesday, six p.m. Central Standard Time, and on Saturdays from twelve to two p.m. Central Time. 
So tell a family member, tell a friend, tell everybody, you know, you know, do all of that kind of stuff. So we want you to um, participate, and we want you to always stay black. That's what they say. You got to stay black. That's what it is.